This is Pastor Cody Sturgill. I'm so thankful you're listening today. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence. Keeping your heart is a daily work. We need to daily fill our minds with God's Word. Join me as we hear a Bible message from the pulpit of Chilhowee Baptist Church. Look what the Bible says in verse number 3. Verse number 2. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan... When God says to go across the Jordan, does he enable us to do it to cross the Jordan? Absolutely, yes. Go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you. As I said unto Moses, from the wilderness of this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Be strong and of a good courage. For unto this people shalt thou, he says, Joshua, you're going to see it come to pass. You're going to divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. He says, be strong of a good courage. You're going to, in the future, the near future, divide the promised land to the nations of Israel. Now, that sounds wonderful, doesn't it? I promise. God says, I promise. Be strong and very courageous. But guess what Josh was looking at? The promise of the land being divided is way over there. And Josh was looking at it. Guess what the first thing he has to do? The first thing he has to do is get the confidence of the people. The second thing he has to do is he has to lead millions of people through the Jordan River. How are we going to do that? And if you don't remember, Joshua, 20 years ago, he was among the spies that crossed the Jordan River and went and saw what was going on. And he saw the walls of Jericho. And he saw the giants, the sons of Anak. And he saw all the trials and the trouble and the potential for disaster that lied ahead. But God said, Joshua, I know we're on this side Jordan, but I want you to understand something. You be strong and very courageous because I'm going to meet your need. Every step you take, you're taking it in my presence and my power, and you will have the opportunity to divide the promised land to the nations of Israel. Isn't that wonderful? He said, be strong and very courageous. Do you know that God gives us promises and not explanations? God gives us promises. God's promise, he's going to meet your need. But he ain't told you how he's going to do it. God's promise, he's going to be faithful. And you're going to see his hand and you're going to know he's real. But he's not, he's not told you exactly how that's going to come to pass. God hadn't revealed to Joshua yet how the Jordan would part. And God hadn't revealed to Joshua yet how the walls of Jericho would fall. As a matter of fact, I think if God had explained it to, to Joshua on night one, and by, once you get through the walls of water at the Jordan River and you go to Jericho, here's what I'm going to have you do. I'm going to have you and my people march around the walls of Jericho one day, two days, three days, four days, five days, six days, seven days. And on the seventh day, you're going to walk around it seven times. And you're going to blow trumpets. And the walls are just going to crash down. God didn't give him an explanation 
I think Josh would have been scratching his head, and I think his anxiety level would have gone up if he'd known exactly how God was going to do it. God doesn't give explanations. He gives promises. And when God promises you, he'll meet your every need. Guess what? You can rest in it. You don't know how it's going to happen, but you can rest in his promise because God said it. You can bank on it. And God's word regarding his promises to his people is be strong and very courageous because I will keep my promises. I'm going to keep them. God's going to keep his promises every time. Isn't it wonderful? He says, be strong and very courageous in my promises. Number two, God says, be strong and very courageous in my word. In my word. What the Bible says in verse number seven. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee, turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. And God had been working in Moses' life and in Moses' heart. And at this time, by this time, Moses, under the inspiration of the Spirit of God, had pinned down the Pentateuch, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. This was the book of the law. This was the Word of God. And God says to Joshua, be strong and very courageous. I know what lies ahead. I know all the trouble between here and there when you divide the promised land among the nations. He says, but be strong and very courageous in my word. He said, take the word, take God's word, study it, know it, rest in it, apply its principles, and you're going to find out that you have a reliable place to get instruction and direction and light. Later than Moses, David wrote that God's word was a lamp unto his feet and a light to his path. God has proved his word over and over and over again. And God told Joshua... The days that are ahead are different and new. But you need to honor and obey my word. He says, if you will, you can both be strong and courageous. And if you will do the word and obey the word, he says in verse number 7, Turn not from it to the right hand or the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. Verse number 8, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, that doesn't mean he shouldn't say it. It just means you should never cease from saying it. This book of law should not depart out. There should never come, Joshua, in your leadership, there should never come a moment where you are not referring in your leadership to the Word of God. There should never come a time in your life, Joshua, that you do not reference the Word of God. Christians, there should never come a time in our lives where we make decisions without referencing the Word of God. We should never come to a place in our lives where we lead without the principles of the Word of God. This book of the law should not depart out of our mouths. It should be in our hearts, and it should be in our mouths, and it should rule us, and it should direct us, and God's Word should be our authority. Because when we make God's Word our authority, we can be of courage. We can be courageous. We can be courageous. He says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but
but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. What does God want to do with the Word of God? Do you know that the word meditate is the exact same word you'd use to describe a cow chewing her cud? Same thing. You know how this works. Some of you do, some of you don't. Some of you will find it gross. I find it very fascinating. Well, you know, an old cow, a cow's a miracle. How can a brown cow eat green grass and make white milk? It just blows my mind. Only God can do that. The old cow, you know what she does. She picks grass. A little later in the day, you'll see her laying around. She's not had a bite to eat in a while, but she's sitting there just chewing away. What has she done? She has a number of stomachs, and she brings it up and chews on it a little bit more and swallows it back and brings it up and chews on it a little bit more. And God says, you should meditate on my word. What's that mean? That doesn't mean I just read, for God's will of the world, he gave his only begotten son, who's ever believed in him, should not perish, but ever last life. Check, read my Bible today. Mm, I'm a super Christian. What's it mean? It means I get the Bible, and I read it. And if I don't understand it, I read it again. If there's a word I don't understand, I get me a dictionary out, and I find out what it means. And I read it again, and I let God speak to my heart through his word. And I take God's word with me, and during the day I bring it up, and I chew on it a little bit more. And later in the evening I bring it up, and I chew on it a little bit more. It's not until you've meditated on the word of God that it really provides the spiritual nutrition that you need. And God's looking at Joshua and he says, Joshua, I want you to succeed. I want you to be a blessing. I want you to divide the land and I'm going to help you do it. But if you're going to be strong and courageous, you must not ever neglect my word. This word should not proceed out of your mouth. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. What's he want us to do? He wants us to know the word of God so that we will obey the word of God. A hearer of the word is just a hearer of the word. But a doer of the word is someone who has the power and blessing of God. And a doer of the word has the promise of God that he can be strong and of a good courage. He says that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then... Thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Now, some of us make a terrible mistake when we make prosperity the goal. Everybody wants to be prosperous. We make a terrible mistake when we make success the goal. If you set your aim at success and prosperity, I'm going to let you know something. You're going to fail. I don't care what anybody else says. If you want to be prosperous and successful, and you say, I want to be prosperous and successful, and you're passionately pursuing prosperity and success, you're going to miss what God wants you to have. You see, prosperity and success is not the goal. It's a byproduct of the goal. What does God say here to Joshua? Joshua, 
you got a big task ahead of you. We're on this side, Jordan, and you're going to divide the land. And on from this side, Jordan, to dividing the land, there's a lot going to take place. There's going to be a lot of times that you need help, that you need instruction, that you need wisdom. He says, I want you to meditate in the Word. Observe to do it. And if you'll do those two things, if you'll meditate and observe to obey the word and you'll make God's word your authority, he says what's going to happen is then, you see the Bible two times in verse 8, it says then, he says then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success. You see, if Joshua had been sitting on the other side of Jordan and he had his legal pad out, he said first of all we've got to build a bridge across the Jordan River. Second of all, we've got we to invent dynamite and semi-automatic weapons so that we can conquer Jericho. Then we've got to come up with giant traps. And he's, if he were trying to, he's saying, I've got to do this and this and this and this to be successful and to be prosperous. If he'd made his plan, he'd have gone nuts trying to work his plan. But God says, look, it's real simple. Don't we overcomplicate things? God says it's real simple. If you'll observe to do my word, if you'll meditate day and night, if you'll not let it depart from your mouth, if you'll make sure that God's word is your authority, and every day you're working and meditating in the word of God and trusting in the word of God and the leadership of the spirit of God, he says what you're going to find is every day I'm going to give you everything you need in order to make your way prosperous and you have good success. If he'd set success as his goal, he'd have been depressed. If he'd success is his goal, he would have failed. But God says, don't make that your goal. Make obeying God your goal, and God will give you the blessing. Hey, look, we don't know what next week holds, but God does. Are we better off planning to the best of our ability and worrying and fretting and scheming to have our way and get our way and to get what we really want? Or are we better off resting in the Lord, trusting the Lord, obeying His Word, and letting God give the success. Thank you for listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. Keep Thy Heart Daily is a ministry of Chilhowee Baptist Church in Chilhowee, Virginia. To learn more about the ministries of Chilhowee Baptist Church, check us out at chilhoweebaptistchurch.com. If you'd like to financially support Keep Thy Heart Daily, please send your gift to Chilhowee Baptist Church, P.O. Box 838, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319.